0: the breakfast flakes podcast brought to you by the blue cat bar and grill next to the roadside event
1: center in Hudley. the blue cat it's where it's at flakes in one line monday 20th of june 52 degrees outside and another nice week in front of us 69 today 75 tomorrow 85 a little warm on wednesday probably be a little humid some of that moisture coming back out of the ground Told Paul when I got in this morning, there's two indicators that we got a good rain. One is the low spot and the asphalt in my driveway is full. That means at least a half inch. And the water that comes through the windows here where we work makes it all the way to the left side of the keyboard. But there's no mold. We had it looked at. Everything's fine. Had gone to uh, Mandora, play some golf over the weekend. And coming back yesterday morning about 11 o'clock, about an hour east of here, the skies opened up and it rained so hard you couldn't see a quarter mile. But that's not what I'm looking at. I got my phone out, looking at the radar, I'm looking to see if it's going to Mushaven's place. It looks like you got some rain. Yeah, we had a good rain. It started yesterday morning and rained
0: all day um, through the afternoon. So good. Yeah, we
1: needed that. I know some people didn't need it. We did need it. Yeah. Um, so. Yeah, this this last thing that Red Lodge got that caused all the flooding. That didn't hit north of town. Yeah. It's the first time that I've been east of Terry, Montana, on the interstate. And I would like to thank everybody for your 100% accurate description of what the land looks like over there. <laughs> and once you get into North Dakota... You don't even have to turn the steering wheel anymore. No. You just get where you're going. But you know what? It's green over there. It is so... Well, and that's what I said about the whole trip. I said, uh, I've heard how desolate it looks over here, and I'm sure in August it's going to be all brown and look like devastation, but everything is so green and the grass is so high. Mm -hmm. Believe me, you... Well, it's
0: Wilson luck. Ha! It's Wilson luck. You hit it at a time when it was at least you could look at the scenery. Yeah. Because um, they they had a lot of rain before we even started getting all ours over here. hmm So, yeah, we had, uh, I'm sure we had an inch of rain last check, so. Well, good. Yeah. And, and... uh you know, after hitting... A, we hit 106 out there on Friday. Oh, my God. And... Uh, so, after two days, one day of of 95 and the next day of 106, why, the rain uh, was perfect. Uh, it needed it, so... And it rained, you know, up there in the Red Lodge area and stuff again. Uh, Yellowstone Park, places like that, so... With the rain yesterday, we'll see what happens today. Yeah, uh, Take a while for it to, to make its way through the tributaries and all that kind of stuff. And But they're, re- they're rebuilding, they're fighting, they're putting things back together, and um, rodeo is going on. Uh, their new slogan, come hell or high water, we will rodeo, <laughs> which is funny. Do you work for them? That sounds like something you'd say. <laughs> uh, I like that, but... Yellowstone flooding rebuilding could take years and cost billions because they have to rebuild an environmentally sensitive
1: landscape. Oh, that's right. You can't can't just throw down some asphalt like you would at your place and call it good. Yep, you can't do it. First thing we got to do is we got to get a survey.
0: Yep. Yep. And you know, folks, if I can just address a couple issues (laughs) on this flood thing. Um, You know, we were off Friday. And uh, I was I went down to my cows early Friday morning, and uh, I listened to Aaron uh, down the hall a little bit, because Aaron does a good job, and he was up in Red Lodge, and he uh, he interviewed the FEMA head of FEMA and stuff like that. Let me tell you something, and I heard about all of the praise. Uh, for the Biden administration and FEMA for so quickly declaring an, uh, uh, a disaster declaration. Okay. And um, here's the thing, folks. The current administration, the Biden administration, and the Democrats, they don't do anything, not one thing ever, unless they weigh... The political ramifications of it right they never do anything first okay so i'm hearing all this praise well we got to. De- i can tell you why folks the reason that was declared that was a, a declaration so quickly so fast is because of this issue only yellowstone park is the favorite adopted child of every American in this country. It's Yellowstone Park. Yellowstone Park is also a federal park, and it got hammered. They know. Folks, 4 million people a year go to Yellowstone Park. Right. They knew that declaring that an emergency immediately was a home-run political win with everybody in America. Right. They knew it. I can tell you and show you instance after instance around Montana, around North Dakota, around Wyoming, whether it's a raging forest fire or you want me to give me you an example lately. How about the drought last year? There was one guy that was telling you folks that the Biden administration and Tester and Vilsack would only get... Drought disaster declaration for 26 of our counties. We had the worst drought in the history of Montana last year. It cost us over a billion dollars in lost ag commodities. A billion. We could only get 26 of those counties declared. Mm-hmm. And we worked and we worked and we worked and still slow, drag your ass, don't declare it. Why? Why? There was no concern throughout the United States about a drought in Montana. Nobody cared. That had no points for them. They drugged their feet. Let's let's keep an eye on the money where it might be better used or served, say, if Yosemite got a fire or something along those lines. That's why. Mm-hmm. So this year, Yellowstone Park is flooded, and I mean... Folks, before, excuse me, the water even crested at its highest level, disaster declaration was already signed for the park. And, and, because Gardner and Yellowstone are gateway communities into that, they were easily attached to it immediately. Right. So, before you start jumping the gun about, God, Joe Biden, Joe Biden, you have to look at why they did it. Mm Mm-hmm. And that park needs to be, that is everybody's favorite. It has to be up and running and to show any disconcern at all for that park after the flooding that was going on would have been political suicide for them.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: You have to know that. You have to know it. And it should have been declared, just like Montana should have been declared a total Declaration for our whole state last year, and it wasn't Fargo wasn't declared an emergency. The day it was flooding in Fargo this year, they had awful flooding again, devastating flooding. They can't get it right away. Either could Minot or Grand Forks. Grand Forks flooded, flooded eleven thousand homes in Minot, eleven thousand. They couldn't get it the first day. Grand Forks caught fire and burnt. They couldn't get it the first day. Yellowstone Park did. The first day, folks, Yellowstone Park did. You know, our flooding was worse in 2011. People don't realize that. In fact, even the paper today, Montana's worst floods, 1908, 1978, uh, 2011, far worse than this flood. We couldn't get emergency declaration the very first day in 2011. We never got that right away. Never. Yellowstone Park is... The favorite. Yeah, you're right, and it's a federal institution, and that's why they got it right away. And then I heard them address the criticism of uh, of Governor G N Forty because he was on vacation. Couple things. Number one, Governor G N Forty, like Governor Bullock, are allowed to go on vacation. Mm-hmm. Governor Bullock went to Iowa and was running as president. that's right when we had all kinds of problems here in Montana okay number two you you know when you go on a trip or a vacation to Europe it's not like it's not like you can get back within three hours no you know 10,000 flights folks were canceled over the weekend again okay he has a vacation plan everything in Montana relatively calm so he goes to Europe on a vacation. Yeah, you, you can't plan for floods. No, no. Well, we go, we can't plan for snowstorms or things like that. No. You know, when we're gone, you just, uh, we, we've we had problems before on, on Flake's trip that you just, uh, he's gone on vacation. So, so I want to get to the article here because I want to, I got to find it here first. But it's, uh, but I'm glad, uh, yeah, I'm glad, Red Lodge, you're just, uh, yeah, we're going to be up and running. We're going to have the rodeo, and uh, rodeo grounds were high and dry. Nothing
1: up there was affected by it. And, no, and people here are going to go support that maybe better than oh, ever because yeah. they want to help Oh, yeah. Oh,
0: yeah. yeah. Now, listen to this from AP, folks. Montana governor under fire for vacationing during the flood. Montana's governor was not in Montana or in the U.S. at all when the punishing floods hit Yellowstone Park and communities. He was in Italy. Who's this ass? Uh, Matthew Brown and Amy Beth Hansen did this story. He was in Italy. But the office didn't tell his constituents. Oh, you know what? I'm a constituent. And you know what? Greg Gianforte, folks, didn't tell me he was going on vacation. Mark, you're a constituent. Uh Did Greg Gianforte tell you he was going on vacation? I didn't get the text. He doesn't tell me when he takes a dump either, or when he goes to church, or when he's going to ride his bike. None of that. Now, Gianforte is back in Montana and under fire. For not hurrying home more quickly. Under fire from who? Where you know you from whom? They don't put anybody in this article who he's under fire for. Gimme the names, uh, Matthew and Amy Beth. Give me the people who he's under fire from. No, they just generalize,
1: folks. See what they do. Let me uh, let me read you this. I joined the Mammoth Gardner Community Message Board on Facebook. Mm-hmm. Uh, the governor was in Livingston last Thursday giving awards to military veterans for their service. He sure as hell didn't know it was going to flood. This was a week ago today, this and this was up yesterday, I think. So he wasn't in Italy that long. At least he respects our veterans' response. Mm-hmm. He only does appearances that make him look good. Where was he when the state, was, the state hospital was struggling? <laughs> Folks, you can always find criticism of anybody in public office, even the people you voted for. Yeah. And... He didn't know it was going to flood. No. The floods washed away roads, bridges, and houses close to the
0: Yellowstone. That's his fault, you know. (laughs) It threatens some communities on the park's outskirts that depend heavily on tourists. America's most beloved natural attraction. Yeah? Yeah. So still, I'm asking you, Matthew Brown and Amy Beth, give me all the names of these people that came up and and were critical because he planned a vacation and went last week before the flooding started and was on vacation when the flooding happened. They don't. They don't give you any names. Come under fire. That's a generalization. Under fire. Right. Under fire. How many times do you need your doctor and your doctor's out of town for the weekend? You can't get a hold of your doctor, so you have to get a hold of somebody on call. Did he leave on purpose because he knew you were going to be needing him? It's stupid. It is. Absolutely stupid. But the, the drought and or the disaster declaration, folks, was because it was Yellowstone Park, and that is everyone's baby. Yeah. And uh, that's why it came so quickly. So quickly. See, Joe Biden fell off his bike over the weekend. There were some people he wanted to stop, and he got his foot tangled up in the, foot thing and tipped over and fell over on his bike. And the secret service guys had to lift him up. And
1: he was okay. He didn't get hurt or anything, but, um, God, the people that are Biden's handlers, now, that, that's yeah. just gotta be the most stressful job.
0: You know, uh, you know where Joe Biden was folks when the war broke out in the Ukraine between <laughs> Russia and the Ukraine, you know where he was? He was in Delaware. He was at his app camp, David enjoying his weekend. Weekend out. Right. Hey, hey, Matthew and uh, Mary, whatever your name is, Mary Beth or something. Did you do an article on that? When war broke out in Eastern Europe, an invasion of a country.
2: When you're looking for the perfect location to host your special event, your first choice should be the Roadside Event Center. They offer a rustic and charming atmosphere and are an exceptional choice for weddings, reunions, graduation parties, anniversaries, and corporate events. Whether it's a cozy indoor party or an outdoor event, the Roadside Event Center can accommodate and they have a covered patio and a fully stocked bar. Check out Huntley's premier event center at roadsideeventcenter.com. That's R-H-O-A-D roadsideeventcenter.com He's on
0: vacation. Camp David. He wasn't even at the White House monitoring anything. You people are sick. Despicable. But yeah, look, I mean, even with the article in today's paper about the, uh, about our worst floods, uh, it took us a long time. And one just a few years ago. This is all because of climate change. No, it's not. No. And look, there's one in 08, 1908, Mark, uh, 1908. We didn't even have power in Montana (laughs) except for Butte, 1978, 2011, and those are only in the last 100 years that we know of. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, we don't know what formed the Grand Canyon, do we? And Yellowstone and all of those areas. Yeah, we do uh, weather events of major proportions. So, and once again, uh, when tourism, 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 ladies and gentlemen, by far takes precedent over agriculture anymore in America. That's how they handle
1: it. Yeah, if if, if you, you watch and far. see how they do it.
0: Yeah, by far. Um and those people too, it's important we get them up and running because you know this this time of year is their Christmas, yeah, uh, June, July, August is their Christmas, and so um, the quicker they get back on their feet, the better. And you know uh, government red tape is going to slow down the rebuilding process. You, you just heard the article earlier about in, it's going to be take a long time in billions because if it's environmentally sensitive. How do they know it's sensitive? Did they ask it? Did they ask the mountain? Oh, you know, we're so sorry. Um, You got to cut. No, that thing has survived more than the crap we throw at it. Um, But they've made it that way. And the way it looks... uh, Yellowstone Park's pushing to reopen more quickly than participated. Uh, There are 100 homes that were damaged in Fromberg, around that area. There's a badly damaged irrigation ditch. So they're fixing uh, things up there. Yellowstone Park is going to reopen at 8 o'clock on Wednesday morning. That didn't take long, did it? No. See? You see? This is America's adopted Mm son, and that that is the reason why that water wasn't even at its peak and a disaster declaration was already declared for that area right that's why visitors will once again be allowed on the southern loop hell they probably had more snow up there over the weekend i wouldn't doubt it those upper elevations but once again folks once again we have to do it the way that liberals like to do it And this is how we're going to do it. We're going to do it under a license plate system. I saw that. (laughs) Even-numbered plates will be allowed on even-numbered days, and those with odd-numbered plates will be able to do it on odd-numbered days. Now, according to the recent numbers we got from School District 2, there's probably only 37% of middle schoolers that know the difference between an odd number and an even number. Mm Mm-hmm. Commercial tours will be allowed whatever their plate number is. The southern half is the one that includes Old Faithful. Uh, Prismatic Springs, that's there. Um, you know, grand, the the big Grand Canyon there where you right. can look and see the. That's there. Uh, you can hike down to the bottom of that. So um, that's
1: the southern part. A couple of questions. Yes. What percentage of people that have planned to go to Yellowstone for months anyway, that don't follow it closely, are going to pull up there not knowing that they can't get in with their plate that day? A lot. And what if you got personalized plates? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Am I an odd? Am I an even? Wh- which is it? That's a good point.
0: Yeah, because they don't put a three no. on your plate when you have personalized plates. Mm-mm. And in the world, in the world of transgenderism... Where you don't have to claim whether you're male or female. Why do we have to claim now if we're odd or even? Exactly. That's funny. We're, we're, I don't know if I'm odd. Yeah. My plate might say number three, (laughs) but I may feel like I'm a number two. I identify as even. What are they going to say if you say that? Well, don't call me odd. I feel like I'm even. Mm No, no. You're odd. It's number three. Well, this guy's got nuts. He's a male. No, he's not. How are they going to be able to do that? I don't know, but they're going to try to do it to keep the amount of people down. So here's another question and another problem that's going to happen. So if you go to Yellowstone Park and you're going to spend three days there and you're going to stay at the Old Faithful Lodge, for instance, and you have an odd number of plate. You, do you have to stay in your room <laughs> on the even number day, Mark? Well, well, it's a good question. I don't know. I don't know either how it's going to work. Um, rather than just limiting the amount of cars that are allowed in. Mm-hmm. Sold out. Sorry, like Olive Garden. You can't get in. You either have to wait until somebody leaves before you get in. Uh but anyway, they're going to do that. That's how they're going to do it. Uh, you know, it's their rule. There's, You know how they are, folks. And just, let, you know, let them do it, whatever they want. That's fine. Um, but I'm glad it's opening up. These roads could be fixed more quickly. And uh, if they don't have to pass the environmental test and worry about the monarch butterfly trail. But that's
1: that's the world we live in now. I Look, know
0: it. Those things all get merit, all mm-hmm. get addressed. Did you see? I knew this would happen. Did you see what they did up at the Stillwater Mine? Those guys at the Stillwater Mine, they took a bunch of their equipment and they went out there and they fixed the road and opened the road up so everybody could get to the mine and start working again. Problem solved. Yeah. I mean, they had their own equipment, went out there, dumped a bunch of crap in there on the side, filled it up, smashed it down a little bit, drove those big mining trucks over about four times and okay. it's packed. That's it. And Done and deal. Right. Done deal. It was over. And so... Um, they got that all fixed up, all repaired, ready to go. They didn't have to jump through all those environmental hoops. They were just blue-collar guys went out there with the mining equipment, a couple payloaders fixed the road, Wilson. Right. That's the way we do it out at the farm. You just throw stuff in there together, back and forth, end a problem. And that's how things get done. Yep, and worry about the bluebirds, or they didn't worry about anything else. Um, They're worried about all the, the dangerous things if those roads aren't repaired properly and have the— go- you know what, folks? More people have been hurt by Buffalo this year than been hurt by that flood. True. So, um, it's the government red tape that's going to keep everything from opening up as quickly as it could. That's going to be a big problem. So, But they'll get it up and, and running eventually, which is good. Uh, what else happened while we were away? Oh, I see there was another shooting last night yeah yeah uh downtown here
1: at the colonial
0: yeah south 27th Mm -hmm. down there and uh somebody busted a cap on somebody and took off and ran and Mm -hmm. they're looking for him so don't worry about it yeah we'll we'll get him eventually Mm -hmm. my gosh uh, friday i came in i brought my car in got my car out for the summer and i wanted to drive and cruise around town a little bit and um I mean there are more people living on the streets now
1: than I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. Crazy. Mm-hmm. I wonder what the difference is. I went to uh I went to Medora, North Dakota, played some golf. We stayed in Medora. Medora doesn't have any homeless people. Mark, even the homeless people don't want to live in eastern North Dakota. Let me give you a couple of price points from Medora, North Dakota. Should you think about going there? Convenience store, can of chili. Nally's chili. Mm-hmm. $5.69. Mm. Uh, nobody in our group got one, but uh, talking to uh, one of the servers there, if you walk outside of a business in Medora with an open container and open beer, $450. Mm-hmm. I stopped there years ago uh, at that convenience store,
0: and uh, <clears throat> there wasn't too much there. I don't know what it's like now. Um, stopped at the TED... Looked around there, you
1: know, at the horses and stuff, so. Uh, I got a picture of the billboard that I knew you'd want to know. Visit (laughs) Glendive.com. Did you? You didn't stop there, did you? No, I read your article. Oh, see? (laughs) See? i stopping
0: there. Yeah, that's right. (laughs) You just go to beach or someplace. That's right. Mm Mm-hmm. Did you, um, well, I know you didn't because you were in Medora, but uh, on Friday, Rand Paul... Rand Paul went after Dr. Fauci. Oh, good. And I mean, he destroyed that man and his credibility just just in that one hearing. And you know what? A lot of people don't like Rand Paul, and sometimes he's, he's a little off kilter. But I, I like a couple of his things. I like how he has dealt with this COVID. I like he is a balanced budget guy and a national debt guy, and I like that. And they approved these vaccinations, you know, for kids five years and younger. Mm-hmm. So ran Paul him and said, uh, is there any scientific evidence at all, any, any evidence that will show the benefits of vaccinating a baby who is 60 months of age or younger that can prove that it will lower the amount of hospitalizations and death rates for these kids? Any at all. Give me the study. Give me the evidence. Any at all. And he says, No. There's none, none folks, not one study that lowers hospitalization rates or deaths among children five years of age or young, because virtually they have no risk of death anyway, unless they are severely compromised or have some kind of immune thing or something. That's very rare. Rift him a new one. And then he goes after him about the money that they have made. Because they have interest in vaccine patents or the vaccine companies, this group of doctors, and he gets all defensive and he cites some act where he doesn't have to, uh, he doesn't have to give you that information and blah blah blah. And there was uh, uh, one hundred and ninety-three million dollars paid out to about a hundred and ninety different doctors involved that had these vaccine thing. I mean, just Shocking. ripped him a new one. And you're gonna find out more and more about this. But right away the C D C and the FDA, they just go ahead, they just approve the vaccines for a young baby. And there's no credible evidence yet. They only did a study on some six thousand children, uh, and quickly rushed it through and they handpicked the children, I'm sure, uh, where they know there'll be no side effect, they're right. really healthy, you know, all that kind of stuff. Um so you should watch it, folks. Don't listen to me. I don't care. Watch the interview yourself. Watch the interview yourself. But um, you know, I I I know a pediatrician, been vaccinating children for forty years. He wouldn't. He doesn't recommend it for a sixty-month-old child or less. Mm-hmm. Um, not enough study done on it yet. Not enough uh, information out on it yet. None of that. In fact, I talked to Mallory for Father's Day. Last night, she called, and I said, how are things going down in Phoenix with COVID? She goes, virtually non-existent. Right. She, you know, she's at the Mayo Clinic, and she's in the respiratory division. She said they haven't had 10 people in that hospital in the last month. Oh, good. And that's that's a big area. Yeah, for COVID. There's 6 million people there. I talked to Jake for Father's Day. I asked Jake, um, you know, he just got married last month. I asked Jake. I said, hey. Can I wish you a happy Father's Day yet? (laughs) He said, no. I said, what the hell are you waiting for?
1: Come on, man. Grandkids, let's go. Why'd you get
0: married in the first place? Well, he said, the problem is, you know, we we have to find a place to live together first. Since one's in Palm Springs and the other one's out there in LA. And I said, okay. I was just checking. Uh, I asked Maddie's husband the same thing. Mm -hmm. Can I wish you a happy Father's Day? I said, you know, it's time to stop summer falling and start seeding. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe next year. Maybe next year. So uh, it was good to hear from all. I I talked to John. John called me. Wish me happy Father's Day. He's going to the Atlanta Braves game tonight. They, uh, The Braves organization uh, sent the Hawks organization over an invitation to have uh, their team uh, come over and... Uh, they gave him a box and everything for the Braves game, and on them want them to come over, and so they're going over tonight. Do the Braves have a a video team? No, okay, no. But uh, so he's going to, Oh, and there was a trade. They trade Swan. They traded Swan. I kind of saw that coming. Yeah, just, see, <laughs> they traded Swan. Mark, what what they get? Uh they got some guy from. They traded him to Charlotte, and uh, Swan's gone. Um, but. Uh, but uh they still got C's and Witness and mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh and uh what, I love talking about what, sports yeah, I know what's his name, about? you know, put it up and jump shot or whatever his name was or something. They still got all those guys, so and they gotta go to Indianapolis next week for the three on three thing. They're one of the number one seeds, so um so that's good. But uh it's good to talk to him yesterday. You know. It's good that they give the old man about five minutes.
1: <laughs>
0: you know i gave them 30 years right they gave me five minutes mm-hmm. i'll take that i told him i got the best father's day gift ever though yesterday when i woke up and it started raining and it rained all day long yeah i mean i was just i was bouncing off the walls i mean it just uh that was a one of those multi-million dollar rains for the area uh up here mm-hmm. where we were uh We weren't flooding
2: up there. A freshly hand-cut steak and made-from-scratch pizza is what you'll find at the Blue Cat Bar & Grill in Huntley. They've got the best roasted chicken, amazing burgers, and the best prime rib deal in the county. Breakfast, lunch, or dinner, they have the freshest, best meal deal going. You've gotta try their loaded Bloody Mary. Made with your choice of vodka, bacon, cheese, olives, pepperoncinis, a pickle spear, and topped off with a beef stick and shrimp. For great service, generous portions, and a full-service bar and casino, head to the Blue Cat Bar & Grill in Huntley. Make sure to like them on Facebook. So. But the folks
0: up there in Red Lodge are recovering. They got it all back together. They're they're, they're going. They're strong-willed
1: people. I know a lot of people up there in that country. Well, a lot of people Good pitching folks. in, volunteering, donating food and mm-hmm. water and going mm-hmm. up and helping, donating labor. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, the people that moved in from California, they're they're down at the Civic Center getting their free meal down there and the That's a fact. You know, waiting for somebody to to come bail them out. And the folks that have lived red lodge their whole life, they got their basement completely redone, pumped out, mud out, you know, flags flying. Got their boots, their tickets ready for the rodeo. Um, Home of Champions rodeo will go on. They're high and dry up there on the hill anyway. They're still going to have the parade that day. Good. Uh, Parade usually goes through Main Street in Red Lodge. Mm -hmm. So they're going to still have the parade there. Uh, Flows on the south and west end of Red Lodge be a little slow. They have the extreme bull event July 1st. But uh, I look for that to be a packed event. I think you're exactly right. Mm -hmm. A packed event yeah that's one of the good things about us here when when people are down on their luck a lot of people come to their aid quickly and uh people want to help out you know and uh that kind of thing so good for them to get uh get back on their feet again you know today's a holiday oh juneteenth yeah uh second one uh second one it's a federal holiday and uh I'm not sure why why we didn't have the day off because if it's a federal holiday, usually you know this company they jump right in on that, but mm-hmm. uh, banks are closed, there'll be no mail today uh the markets are closed right. today uh for Juneteenth the way it's been going that's a good thing- mm-hmm. I, a lot of people don't like the holiday. I like the holiday because it's it's to me it represents when we told the Democrats to shove it. We're not going to allow slavery in this country, and we're going to give them all the rights that mm-hmm. you have, and uh, it's not taught that way. No. no it's no, no, it's no.
1: not taught that way, but it... Uh... In fact, there's something going on Facebook. Bill Nye, the science guy, tweeted about it and had the date wrong. Oh, did he? Yes, and so people... The didn't... science guy had right, the date wrong. Right.
0: You know, it makes you wonder, too. I thought about this in the weekend. I would really like to know this from folks out there, or from kids out there. Are there any teachers in our area. I would love to know this. Are there any teachers currently in our school system that that emphasize and teach their students what a great country America is? Do they take that approach when they teach? Don't know. Do they teach them what a great country America is in any of their lesson planning, whether they're talking about you know the the history of Of our founding fathers or our heritage or the wars that we have been through or economy or capitalism or the great entrepreneurs of the country. I mean, you you know, look at Rockefeller and all these guys. Sure, they had their faults, but look what they built. Uh, um, Henry Ford, all of them, all the way through the list. Carnegie, um, J.P. Morgan, all of these kind of things. Do they do? Are there any out there that teach Kids, how great of a country America is, and what we built and what we've become. Mm -hmm. I would venture to say there's not a lot. There's not a lot rather than the unfairness. uh, The deck is stacked against us, uh, the big equity push now. How many, how many out there that teach? A civics class, a government class, even a science class with all of the the new push and, and the climate stuff. How many out there emphasize to their students what a great country America is? You'd be hard pressed to find some. Hard pressed. I'm sure there's a few. Right. But they're in the minority. Uh, they like to talk about what an evil country America is. They still go back to that slavery thing. And, and none of us were even there. Hell, our grandparents weren't even there. None of us were slaves. None right. of us were slave owners. Yeah. Or they go back to when the Pilgrims landed. Uh, you know, just out of evolution. I mean, things change. Look what the cavemen used to do. Well, you know, Mark, (laughs) we're still doing it. Yeah, (laughs) but I mean, you I mean, how far back you want to go? None of that was our fault. We're changed. We've evolved. But I'll bet you none of them teach kids what a what a great country America is anymore. I think it still is. I think there's a lot of problems, so we need to fix it. But I, I know one thing I'd sure as hell rather be here. Mm hmm than anywhere else that's why everybody's trying to get in new record amount of people tried to get in last month Every why in the hell? if we're so damn bad why in the hell is everybody around the world trying to sneak in and get in here exactly so that's what happens when you get time off folks and you get tractor time you think about all this crap mm-hmm. and uh now that i'm broke down though i i'm Blew out some bearing. It's a, gonna be a wreck. It's gonna it's gonna be here's another mess. I might not be able to get it. Who knows if it's available? You know, oh, yeah. I I was gonna get my pickup uh fixed, you know, I need that new body control module for my pickup. Right. There's two thousand five hundred and seventy of them on back order.
1: Ooh. Hey that the that, uh, thing I need for the the wire loom for the suspension on mine mm-hmm. back order. Don't know when. Mm-hmm. So those are problems we have
0: to fix. But it's still a great country, folks. So. And you're finding out from the people up there in Red Lodge and how people around here rallied. And then you find out about all the pukes that ran to the stores and gobbled up all the water. Uh, When they didn't have to. Um, And I wrote about that last week. I'll be interesting to see what some of the comments are.
1: What was it? Thursday, Chris told me. Just his Albertsons sold 4,100 cases of water. There you go. Just that one. Mm -hmm. And I heard people lined up out the door at Sam's Club. Oh, yeah. So now that you got three years worth of water, what are you going to do with it? I know.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. Jerry Reed only knows one character, and it's the same. In all of his movies, all of
1: his songs, everything. Actually, uh, in WWE, no, in Gator. He was a bad guy in Gator. Oh, was he? He was. Mm. He was a bad man. <laughs> I'm going to blow your head off. I'll bet. Gator. 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 You didn't see that one. Huh? No, I didn't see Gator either. I got, the, I got the DVD if you want to borrow it. Oh, yeah? Hmm.
0: Well, I don't need to borrow it. The Breakfast Flakes podcast brought to you by the Blue Cat Bar and Grill. Next to the Roadside Events Center in Hudley. The Blue Cat. It's where it's at.